Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Are you ready for a movie? I'm so ready. Let's do this. Do you know what we're watching tonight? Okay. You ask me that every week. I do. I'm always like, no. Do you know this time? And I've also said sometimes to you off mic that maybe you don't need to ask me anymore. Yeah, correct. I think I know what the movie is. Is it sitting on that shelf up there? Yes. Okay. This is exactly why I ask every single time. Full confession. Um, what did you do, Ray? I was putting a plate away up there on oh, that very how, shelf. Why would you? It's so high up there. I, well, I, you know, I stand on the chair. Yeah. I put the plate away. Yeah. And it's a platter. Uh-huh. Um, and my eyes, I've always mm-hmm. been this way. Mm-hmm. If there's letters, they read. Mm-hmm. They read without me knowing or realizing until it's too late. Wow. So I I think I know what the movie is. What's the movie tonight, Melissa? Rudy. Yes, it is. Yes. I'm not not saying yes because I knew. I have wanted to see this movie. Oh, really? Like my whole life. Really? Yeah. What do you know about it? Nothing. Well, did you see the cover or just the word Rudy? I saw the word Rudy and now, and I didn't see anything, but I'll I'll tell you what I know about the movie. Sean Astin. Yes. It's a football movie. Otherwise known as. Mikey. Otherwise known as. Sam. Samwise Gamgee. Sam. Oh, yes. Sam. Yes. Um, I love Sam. Yeah. And Sean Astin. Yes. Also known as Bob. Yes. Mm. From Stranger Things. Yes. Okay. So it's like he's, it's a football movie. Okay. Um, And then I somehow have this like feeling that maybe he's disabled in some way. Disabled. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know why I think that. Um, I can see why you think but that. But it's like a, I think it's, um, what's the word for it? There's like a phrase. I don't, I don't know. know. What a phrase? I don't know. The underdog story. The underdog story. Yeah, I think it's going to be like that. You haven't seen a lot of sports movies, so it's not very common in sports movies to talk <laughs> to have an underdog arc in, a, in in the story, in the plot line. It's... I don't want to spoil anything for you, but it's very uncommon in a sports movie. I feel like the lie detector is going off. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> there there it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's a sports movie starring a hobbit, and uh, it, it, he, he has a dog. I thought you were going to say starring a hot something. <laughs> uh, starring, <laughs> starring a hot goonie. <laughs> and he has a dog. What? No, he's the underdog. Oh, he is the underdog. My mistake. I'm sorry. All right. So, (laughs) wow. Okay. Any other guesses about anything having to do with the plot or what you think is going to happen in this movie? That's, I've I've told you everything I I think and know. Okay. Give me a quick summary of the sport of football. Oh, a quick summary. Just a very quick rough. Like, what what are the points? Um, Six points. Okay. Or one point. All right. What kind of For a field what's, goal. what's the basic like what's the basic game of football? Um, what do you do? Okay, you get the ball and you try to get it to the opposite side okay. of the field. Okay. Um pass into the end zone. Okay. To score a touchdown. You just 
Wow. Solid answer. <laughs> Thank you. You named it. It has the ball. There's an end zone <laughs> and a touchdown. I so. know more about football than I know about golf. That's fair. <laughs> oh, you were in band. Never mind. That doesn't count. I've been to football you games. You watched a lot of football games. I actually kind of like watching football games. It's even worse that I forgot that momentarily while we were talking. <laughs> Jeez Louise and the summer breeze. Okay. Um, so what do you think is going to happen in the movie, though? Any ideas? I think you have a lot of fodder for for what you you've given me a lot of information. So I'm interested to see what your imagination would paint. I think he's like, you know, like the kid that shouldn't succeed at football. Okay, like there's something about him that some reason he, he shouldn't make the cut, but yet he does. Okay, or he works hard, or he gets a break. I don't know, something okay. like that. Yeah, that also okay. All right. Working hard and succeeding, that's also not a theme in movies either. (laughs) This is going to be a really dicey view, I can tell. Ooh, ooh, let's play sports movie bingo. I'm looking for a coach yelling. Okay. Or a coach throwing his clipboard. Clipboard, specifically the clipboard. There's going to be a clipboard somewhere in here. Throwing a clipboard. Um, Training montage. Training montage, okay. Um, What else? Probably, hopefully, like a establishing shot with a marching band. (laughs) Always looking for that. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. to introduce you no, to the game. No, fair. Yes, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what else? A mascot. We need to see like a mascot. Yes. Oh, there's in a sports movie too, there's got to be a scene where like the main characters are talked down to, like like mm-hmm. made fun of or mm-hmm. something. And also a locker room rally speech. Fair. Okay. Fair. So we're going to look for these things during this movie. See. Also, one last thing. Uh-huh. Uh, slow clapping. <laughs> Yeah, let's add that. Let's add that to the list. Okay, great. Um, okay, so tagline and movie poster, what's it look like? Rudy. Um, you know, it's like a long shot of a football field, mm-hmm. kind of fall colors in the background. Okay. Um, and then there's like a lone, maybe a player on the team or a player that's like set apart from the team. Mm-hmm. And the tagline is going to be something like... Um, <laughs> Grunt? Sigh. Sigh. <laughs> no, um, like he overcame all the odds. Nice. I thought you were going to say reach for the stars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go see. Let's check it out. Let's do this. Break. Break. Ready, set, hot. After high school, I'm going to play football at Notre Dame. Chasing a stupid dream causes nothing but you and everyone around you heartache. The problem with dreamers is they usually are not doers. Are you fully aware of the sacrifices you're going to have to make? It's the most beautiful campus in the world. Having dreams is what makes life tolerable. Notre Dame is for rich kids, smart kids, great athletes. It's not for us. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to go to school here. And ever since I was a kid, everybody said it couldn't be done. I always listened to them, believe what they said. I don't want to do that anymore. Hey, kid! Not supposed to be here. Not everyone is meant to go to college. I need your help. Why should I help? I just want to be a part of this university. You're nuts. Yeah, a lot of people have been telling me that lately. Sometimes a winner is a dreamer who just won't quit. 
We're going to go out there. We're going to do this podcast. And you're going to do it, Melissa. Rudy. 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 That is in my head. I remember the last time I watched this. (laughs) There's a specific guy. It's the one big linebacker who goes, Rudy. Rudy. He has like a very specific tone. And that totally gets stuck in my head. It is it's just going to be in my head for probably a week and a half or two weeks. Yeah, you've been saying it ever since we watched I it. Pretty much have, yeah. I yeah. loved this movie. I know I say that a lot, but you do. That's true. Because I, I like a lot of movies, yeah. but this one is like up there with Cocoon. Whoa! This is like Cocoon. This level? is like the the top, very top tier of movies we've watched. Wow, Rudy is right there. This movie was it was amazing. I would say it was an underdog, but it wasn't because you were excited to see it. And you, uh, yeah, I think going into it, we were, it had some pretty good, uh, good qualifications to make it to the upper echelon of films. Wow. Um, I also really enjoy this film, mm-hmm. which is, I think I said this when we watched Hoosiers. It's like, I never have the urge to watch sports films, but when I do, I'm always like, it's like they punch me in the gut with their like, they're always about triumphant, overcoming, uh, you know, human spirit, et cetera. For sure. You know, catchphrases abound. But yeah, those are like, um, uh, what a, a guilty pleasure of mine. You mentioned Hoosiers mm-hmm. by the same. Same directors. Same people, same yeah. writers. Mm-hmm. Producers, yeah, the same yeah. people. Totally makes sense when you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, but this was made in the 90s. When was the last time you watched it? Me? Um, it was probably the 90s, maybe the early aughts, which is usually my most typical answer when you ask me that. But I just wanted to give you a chance to say early aughts <sighs> because it's your favorite. It is my favorite. Maybe I need to have a Christmas. shirt. I need to have a shirt. <laughs> um, yeah. Why don't we, uh, we've kind of gushed a bit here. Let, why don't we give a quick summary of the film? Okay. Ooh, um, in Melissa's words. This sure. is a Melissa summary. Yes, I will summarize it in my own words. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Rudy starts out with this little, he's a little, starts out as a boy and his whole family is into the football at Notre Dame. They watch it every time it's on mm-hmm. and um, they live in the small town. It's like a industrial blue collar town, blue collar family. And he just has this dream to play football for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie. He has a dream and everyone's like, you're too small. You're not fast enough. You're not smart enough to get into Notre Dame for one. Yeah. His grades weren't great. Um, And he just kept going for it. There was a lull after high school, mm-hmm. four years where he didn't mm-hmm. go for it. He just kind of started working. Yeah. And like, um, 
during that time, you know, his friend kept encouraging him. He just always thought about it. The dream did not die. Um, but his friend, um, there was an accident at the steel mill they worked at. Was it steel? I think, yeah. Foundry think, sort of thing. They were at some sort of smelting foundry-esque machinery, whatever. It was intense work. Yeah. And Industrial his, work. His friend died in a big accident there. Yeah. And that like catalyzed him to go. That mm-hmm. was the catalyst. Yeah. Did I say that right? Catalyzed? Catalyzed. <laughs> it was the catalyst, which it was the Cadillac yes. that took him. It was to- the Cadillac Deville, correct? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, he just went, and yeah, then like he just kept pushing for it, and mm-hmm. he um he couldn't get into Notre Dame, um, but this priest at the what was it? It was like a Catholic. It was like a. I mean, like Notre a junior Dame, college. Notre, Notre Dame is a Catholic university. Mm-hmm. So he went, he got there really early in the morning and talked to the security guard. And they're like, oh, well, the only person who's here is the priest. Yeah. 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 So he got in with him and he was like, well, go to this junior college for one semester. If your grades are good, you will keep doing it. And then you keep applying to yeah. Notre Dame. And so that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Brought his grades up, but he figured he had trouble learning, and that's when he met John Favreau. John Favreau. I, Sorry, so young. Yes, I mean Sean Astin. Yes, young, but I'm used to seeing him young because of Goonies. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but John Favreau, holy cow! And then later yeah. there was also Vincent Vince- Vaughn. <laughs> I love how you're so formal with him. <laughs> Excuse me, Vincent. I should say Jonathan Favreau. Vincent. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. I read somewhere that this was their first movie, mm-hmm. but then I read somewhere else that this was their first movie movie together. Mm. Either way, they were young well, newbies. Both of those sentences, because English is fun, mean the same thing. <laughs> their first movie, their first movie together. Both is could be could the be group. the same. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so this is a long. I'm just really getting into the summary. I understand. It's it's moving. I get oh, it. So I just loved this movie. He just kept plowing through, and um, it's like that little bulldog, that little dog. You know the the classic cartoons. There's the bulldog, and then the little guy who's like, "Hey, skip! Hey, skip! Hey, skip!" And he just doesn't stop. He just keeps going. Yeah, that's yeah. totally Rudy. So he he keeps applying to Notre Dame mm-hmm. and like getting rejected, and it's this whole like montage where you're like is he ever going to get in and -hmm. if he doesn't he has one more chance because they don't accept senior transfers yeah and he does he makes it in and he like oh this whole time actually he's been living and working at the field for notre dame Mm -hmm. with like the people the maintenance guys who take care of the field and like the stadium and stuff Mm -hmm. and he's been kind of like sleeping there anyway he gets in he goes he gets on the team he gets on the practice team, but he doesn't go on the field. Correct, yes. Right, so he doesn't dress for the game. That's like a big deal. Yeah, he's just practicing, helping them practice. He's yeah. not an actual active player on game days, yeah. But even that, he kind of like ekes into, you know, like his, like the coach didn't want him to go in, but there was another coach that saw like his grit and his spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were, he was just always giving it 110, 120%. Mm-hmm. And everyone who like saw that was like, you're the no one goes to like slow down you know but he yeah. didn't and anyway finally at the end he gets to go he gets to dress he runs through the tunnel he goes out on the field he gets a tackle in the last like five seconds, seconds of, the, of game, the game yeah mm-hmm. and he's carried off the field 
And I think that the movie said that he was the only one to have that honor of being carried off since, the field. Yeah, it was since like 1975 and the movie was made in the mid-90s. Yeah. So, so yeah. you just got to love this guy. Yeah, totally. Uh, he like his determination. And not only that, it wasn't just that he was like so focused. Mm-hmm. He was so good to those people around him. He mm. was so nice and like mm-hmm. helpful and just like. Yeah. Um, he was like a beacon. I would call him a beacon. Yeah. He was a beacon of, I mean, hope and just energy and drive. Just like, if I can do this, you can do this. And yeah. Yeah. All the people like that were close to him, that he kind of made them close to him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like all the people he kind of like sidled up to and like kind of, yeah. kind of like roped him along, mm-hmm. brought him brought them into his dream and mm-hmm. they all like wanted it for him too just yeah. because of his it was just so innocent and wonderful what he wanted mm-hmm. and yeah. he just gave it like so much mm-hmm. that's it was awesome yeah. okay what else what, what should we talk about well <laughs> first and foremost i think the thing that most people want to talk about in this movie is sean astin's hair <laughs> I think people want to hear your feelings on it. They want to hear what you thought about it. Height, depth, width, impressions. So candid, candid moment. How did you feel about it? Okay. You kind of want to touch it. Uh, No doubt. Because it looks like fluffy. Yes. Feathered. Yes. Um, It was like, so it's actually like perfect hair because... It's it's not so 90s that it's like saved by the bell hair, okay. which is like out, yes, right? You yes. would you would look at saved by the bell hair today and you'd be like, no, nah, yeah, man, yeah. I can tell you from the 90s. Yeah. But his hair, Sean mm-hmm. Astin's hair, was like from the 90s, but still classic. It was like short enough, okay. you know, to okay. like to work now. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? It was a hair for the ages, you may say. Yes. Okay. Yes. It Okay, so if we're talking hair in movies... Oh my goodness, yes we are. <laughs> obviously, obviously, best hair ever. Kevin Bacon. Right? No. Oh, sorry. No. You gush about his hair in all the other movies. It's another one you're going to hate, though. Okay. Brad Pitt in War of the Worlds. <sighs> it's not War of the Worlds. No, it's not World of the Worlds. It's not. It's World... No, what it's is World it? It's World War Z. Yes. I was going to get there. His, his hair in that movie was amazing. You know what? I'm Don't, right. I know. You're trying to trigger me intentionally right now because you know... <laughs> Brad Pitt, I love you, but, and you've had a lot of great hair, but your hair in World War Z was not all that in a bag of petrified, zombified chips. Do you know what? What? Okay, let's talk more hair. Sean Astin's hair. Yes. Do you know what hair, who, (laughs) how do I say this? I don't know how you say it. Whose hair recently in the Marvel Universe is similar to that? To Sean Astin's hair. Yeah. Um, and it works because it's like it's a classy look. I mean, is it Spider Man, Tom Holland? No, I no. think it's um, Chris Pratt. Which movie? You think Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. three? Doesn't his hair? Isn't his hair kind of like? I mean, he does have a little bit. You would think it's a perm almost. It's got a little it's volume a little to curlier, it. It's yeah. a little bigger. He's he has curlier hair, but it has the volume. I would give you the volume. Okay, you've heard enough about me. You're just trying what to make me you? feel better after talking about Brad Pitt's hair. No, in World War Z. I'm not. I'm not trying to gloss over that at all. <laughs> it wasn't glossy. Did you like Sean Astin's amazing '90s hair? Uh, of course I did. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I really the thing I wanted most out of Rudy was I wanted there to be a scene where he and I kind of got it a little, but where he was tackled without a helmet. 
not for his danger, but so I could see the hair like <laughs> rippling in the slow-mo of the tackle. That would have been fantastic. You should have put that on the bingo card. I should have put that on the bingo card. Speaking of which, how did we do? We did amazing. Did we? Yeah, we did. Okay. okay. Angry yelling cou- coach. Yep. Not couch. <laughs> that would have been great. So we did the, okay, we got that. Locker room rally speech. We had like two or three of those. I mean, there were ones where there was no one there. There was a <laughs> locker room rally speech in a bedroom when he was a child. I know. And that kid did such a good yeah, job. He did. He the, did. the kid's acting yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. Um, training montage. Oh one, two, three, four. I think I stopped counting after yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. You were, then we got into the nuance of, is this a training montage or is this just practice montage? The nuance of having to figure out what the montage was. There were so many. There were. Um, marching band establishing shots, too, for sure. Okay. The mm-hmm. whole movie, the movie before there's anything on the screen, yeah. there's a marching band playing, which all oh, goes straight to my heart. You Thank got, you. You got really excited about that one, but I totally denied it on the bingo because I was like, no, there's no video footage of it. It was only audio. <laughs> I still included it. You included it? Yes, I did. You cheater. I'm not cheating. That was much Cheater game. slick. Um, team beratement. There wasn't a lot of that, there which was, is really cool. There was yeah. a lot of people telling him he couldn't do it. I mean, there were very minor team beratement, like um, Vince Vaughn, his character. His character did it when he was the quarterback. He was like, what's this guy doing? He shouldn't even be out here or whatever. And so that, there was that. There but, was, yeah. But he even came around. He was like the cocky, like... You know, know it all type character. Yeah. Which shocking that Vince Vaughn would be <laughs> yeah, his first role. Yeah. But in the end, the whole team like was willing to not play unless yeah. Rudy could play. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's just so cool. Yeah. Um, slow clap. There were two of those. Yeah, there for were. sure. Yeah, there were. And we saw a mascot. We sure did. So I'm feeling really good about this bingo. I like the slow clap was totally a plant because that's like literally probably my favorite scene is the slow clap with with um the oh, what was his name? The uh, the janitor. Yeah. Yeah. His name was Fortune. But yeah, he was the head of the ground. He was the head groundskeeper. You know what I forgot to put on this clap the, so amazing. It was great. She's and it was like black leather gloves so too, great. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot to put Gruff Mentor oh, yeah. onto the um, yeah, yeah, yeah. bingo, but it would have I would have checked that a couple times. That's actually. another good one, yeah. yeah. We should really just retain this list for every sports movie we watch. <laughs> As we've been talking about this, I've been thinking about Hoosiers mm-hmm. and like putting it through the list of those in mm-hmm. my mind. Mm-hmm. And I almost want to do like a video montage of like Hoosier scenes versus Rudy scenes, just like side by side. Oh, one thing that we did not have was clipboard thrown. Oh, true. We didn't. Um, So, well, yeah, we didn't have like a total. Nobody's perfect, right? Nobody's perfect. So, okay. This was all based on a true story. Yeah. And it was, it's like really, really true. Really, a lot of it's really like- true. Two reels. <laughs> So one thing, like a trivia thing that I learned about the movie that I just think yeah. is so cool that, um, okay, so in the end, um, when Rudy, he asks the coach if he could dress for the last game and, yeah. the, and the coach says yes. Mm-hmm. And then the coach leaves mm-hmm. and they get a new coach named Dan Devine. Yeah. And he was played by himself. Like that was really Dan Devine. Are you serious? That's Dan Devine? Okay. So according to Wikipedia. Oh boy. Okay, Believe it so, or not. Listen to this. In real yeah. life, Dan Devine was very supportive of Rudy mm-hmm. and elected to put him in the game on his own. Yeah. Because Devine considered Rudy a friend, he volunteered to play a villain in order to get the film greenlit. 
Whoa. So That's... I that just speaks volumes to just like the character of the real Rudy. Yeah. That even like his coach was like, oh, sure, I will be remembered in history as the bad guy for you. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. That's just incredible. That's pretty cool. That is very cool. I agree. Oh, he, that was IMDb. That's the crazy part about what you just said, though, is like, I've seen Dan Devine, is his name right? Mm-hmm. I've seen him in other movies, so he must have been in other other films. Like, this must have been the start of what was going on with his career. Or maybe he just agreed to that, let the character do that. Or maybe. Maybe it wasn't really him yeah. playing. Well, you know, we do live in a world of facts that change all the time, so we can make this the truth no matter what we want it to be. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I will not abide. That's fine. That's fine. So what surprised you about this movie? Anything? Um, it was a lot less football hmm. than I thought. Okay. Um, because there's so much before he even gets to play on the team. Like he had to do so much, you know, just to, to get there. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I was surprised at how... And I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they covered all of that background. Yeah. Because it makes the, the, you know, the final stuff like so much sweeter. Totally. Knowing like everything he went through. Mm-hmm. Um, what else surprised me? Um, I didn't know that it took place like it was like whatever year it was in the 50s or oh, 70s 70s he grew up in the 50s that's why you're thinking that in oh, the okay. beginning there's all the scenes of like the kids in the 50s i base it on the cars i'm a car i'm a car girl <laughs> so true. like that's okay true. there was 50s cars yeah um yeah what about you did anything surprise you um i had seen it so i guess i was surprised by the fact that it made me tear up so much. I knew, like I said, I'm a sucker for movies like this, but this one has a lot of moments where you're just like, man. Mm. Yep. Cue the waterworks. Everyone, it's one of those movies. Everyone kind of gets what they want. Yeah, it's true. Like, or what's good for them. Like um, Vince Vaughn, not Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Dan. Or John, John, Favreau. John Favreau. His yeah. character, yeah. he gets a great job. He gets, you know, this um, wonderful wife. I think they get married. I don't know. It seems like it, yeah. Um, and the family gets a connection. You know, Rudy yep. gets his dad to come, mm-hmm. and his dad like finally sees him do this. And, yep, Ned Beatty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I just, yeah. There's so many wonderful, like, happy tie-ins. Yep. Did you remember or recognize Ned Beatty from a film we've seen on the podcast? By the way, the dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did look familiar. Yeah, his eyes are so piercing. Um, Let me give you a hint. Yes, please. Mr. Luthor. (laughs) That's your hint? That's my hint. Oh, man. That's a great hint, by the way. It probably is. I bet it's a great hint. Who's the most famous Luthor you can think of? Oh. Besides Martin. Oh, Superman? Yes. Wait. He's the bumbling. What? Is he who? Are you going to say, is he Jor-El? Is he Superman's father? I don't know, Melissa. Who is he? No, who was the man in Superman that I was like? Marlon Brando. Yeah, is he Marlon Brando? He is not, Ned Beatty is not Marlon Brando. That is confirmed. <laughs> I was just making a stupid joke, but um, I, just, I appreciate that. <laughs> so he's the bumbling what? Oh, the bumbling sidekick, Luthor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You know he's really good at, at the, as the dad in this movie. Oh yeah, totally. 
He's like he did a great job. He did, yeah. Um, so distant, but I mean, true. But but you, they have those cool moments where he's explaining like you feel really grounded in Rudy's like you know his his upbringing by the stories he tells, and then you finally like you see the cool like evolution of him sharing stories about when he was a kid and stuff like that, which you know. I don't know. Generationally, you hear these stories about fathers, you know, 50, 60, 80, 100 years ago that were like very closed off, didn't talk about much. They just provided and then they were just kind of there every once in a while because they're just working so much. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So he really kind of encapsulated that pretty well. Yeah. In the real life Rudy was one of 14 children. 14 children. So it's really no surprise that. A parent might seem a little distant if they have 14 (laughs) children. Oh, which one are you? I got to get another job. Great. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, man. Nice accent. Thank you. I try. Uh, So what do you think? You know what? No, you asked me a question. I want you to ask me a question about this movie. Okay. Calculating question. Yeah. Now. Do it. Um, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to be quizzed. <laughs> what do you think of all the hurdles he had to overcome? Mm-hmm. Wh- which one was like the hardest? The hardest. Ah, it was I think the hardest hurdle like had to have been leaving his like he was pretty much getting married. Mm-hmm. I think that had to be the hardest. Mm-hmm. Like just straight up like that inception mo- that that moment where you're like, "All right, I'm just blowing up my life." He's at the funeral for his friend. Yeah. And he can't even make it through the whole funeral. He's like, I gotta go. Yeah. And he does the sweetest thing. He goes over to the mom of his friend. I think that was the wife of the friend. Oh, yes, you're right. The wife. And he kisses her forehead. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm sorry and I and I gotta go. Yeah. And then his fiance, they had looked at a house. They looked at a house. They were gonna move in. Yeah. Right. And she was like, Mm -hmm. let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she follows after him and he's like, I have to go to Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. So that one is the hardest because that's the that part right there is like everybody faces that in their life. You face like you were part of a family, no matter who you were, whatever that family may look like. You're part of a family. Your life kind of has a structure and a feel to it. And like, uh, you know, like a path that has like worn in tracks that you can like kind of like go along. Like when you're cross country skiing. Exactly. And you just go in the tracks. Exactly. Yeah. And so to go, no, I'm going to go do this completely opposite thing and just leave everything behind. That's that's like a really powerful and hard, difficult thing. Yeah. yeah. And he took a Greyhound with an army duffel bag, which Resonates. may sound familiar to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, we were 24 when we did that. Mm, 24. Yeah, I think so. Maybe yeah. 25. Um, that after he does that, then there's this scene with him waiting for the Greyhound and his dad comes up Yeah, and his dad, I, I thought that was going to be the moment where his dad was like, well, if you need to do this, go do it. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 this was not the nineties yeah, and no. the early aughts. This was yeah. the seventies. So he was like, you're an idiot. Yes. This is stupid. And you yeah. should like, if yeah. you do not do this, yeah, 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 fine. Yeah. And walks away. <laughs> Quote unquote, practical advice. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. So what, if any, messages do you think were in this film? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so obviously don't give up. But Mm -hmm. I think, like, more to it was his character. Mm. 
um, that stood out. Like that's how you, that's how you like go after something is mm-hmm. like, to me, that's the way to do it Yeah, with like good character and caring for those around you. And um, I think there was only one, one time where he was almost going to give up. Yeah, it was at the very end. At the very end. Yeah, when he knew he wasn't going to be in the last game, the coach said no. He was like, all right, I'm not going to practice. I quit. And and also a little bit like when he kept applying, they did a montage of mm-hmm. him of course getting did. the um, rejection letters from Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of wearing him down too. Yeah. So like also like that's that's huge that those are the only two times that he really – seemed to like yeah. waver and lose hope and he almost gave up i mean that's the, the course of literally probably like four years four or five years yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so think about like keeping up mm-hmm. all that work and like pushing after something for that long yeah that's pretty awesome yeah so i think that to me is a blinking message like okay. you know never give up never surrender <laughs> but like I think because he cared for the people around him when he did waver and mm-hmm. when he was like giving up, mm-hmm. they kind of came in and like mm-hmm. um, supplanted his hope. That leads me into my what I what I thought the message of this film was. Do tell. I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm, there you go. No man is an island. No person is an island. Hmm. I like that. If we don't learn to live together. We're going to die alone. <laughs> That's my favorite lost quote. Yeah. We anyway. say that a lot. We do say that a lot. I say that to our kids and they look so confused when I say it. And <laughs> it just fuels my joy for saying it as well. It's wonderful. Are there any other scenes that you enjoyed in this movie? Um, Or that stick out to you? Yeah. I mean, I really like the scene where he... He had just been in the um, the locker room and he read the Gipper quote, mm-hmm. you know, do one for the Gipper, which for the record, that <laughs> that is that was if, for people who don't know. Right. There's a couple ways you may know about the Gipper. The first way is you probably know because Ronald Reagan, he was known as the Gipper. Right. Because he played a role of a football player in the 40s called George Gipp and George Gipp. In the 1920s, went to Notre Dame and Notre Dame, whatever, wherever you live in the world. And he was an All-American, one of the first All-American football players. And he died of pneumonia Mm. or strep throat or something. It was Mm -hmm. the 20s. They didn't have a lot of medicines and stuff. So he died. Uh, And on his deathbed, though, he gave that speech of like, you know, the next time the boys are out there, do do it for the Gipper. Anyway. A scene. A, There's a scene leading up to This a scene. is all leading up to it because he had just read that. I'm yeah. giving the context here. And then I got off on a side trail as I always do. Uh, so the scene where he had read that and then he's in the empty locker room. It's the first time he's in there and you could just, he can feel the electricity of it. He's like a kid on Christmas. Mm. And Sean Astin did really great in this. And then when he gives the speech that he had given his little boy about like the famous coach giving the speech to like rile the guys up. That he memorized that he from memorized. listening to yes, it. Yes, exactly. That was... That's probably my that was probably my favorite scene and the most memorable one for me. That's another thing that he was like so um like there was such a joy mm-hmm. about everything from Notre Dame. Yeah. And like the real we watched this um behind the scenes. Yeah, with the real Rudy. Yeah. And he said that when he first stepped onto the campus of Notre Dame, yeah, 
all his stress and anxiety, all of whatever, all of the bad stuff just melted off of him. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how Sean Astin played it. Yeah. Don't you think? Like, totally. he just had this joy of being there. Mm -hmm. That's, I, I can't believe I haven't brought that up yet, but I loved that about this movie. That's the, I mean, that's really the heart of the movie. And they didn't want to make, like, the people in Notre Dame, they didn't want to, like, film a lot of football movies. They hadn't filmed one there since the 30s. Uh, and, but it was like, because this movie isn't just about football, you know, it's about the human spirit and following your dream and overcoming. Yeah. And you would think that's a great spot to end on, but I first have to mention, I want to see this movie, mm -hmm. but all the things you see Rudy in the part, I want it to be Samwise Gamgee <laughs> in all of the scenes. Gamgee, Gamgee. Gamgee. <laughs> would that be amazing? Yes, it would. Internet, please make that happen. Yes, please. I really want to see. I want to watch that movie and it'll just be called Gamgee. Oh, Sam. <laughs> or Sammy. I, did he have a nickname, Samwise? It's just Sam, right? Yeah, it would probably it's be just Sam. It would probably yeah. just be Sam underneath. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dream come true. Wow. And I can hear the do 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 <laughs> during the montages and stuff. Yes, please. Oh. Sorry, Lord of the Rings nerd. <laughs> Any parting thoughts before we Rudy out of here? I don't know how we're going to top this. I, we could watch another cocoon, maybe. I don't know. That was that was great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. I mean, that's a hut. Wait, I don't know football terms. Oh my god, that's a wrap. <laughs>